but it's just airplanes, so it's not, it's it's, not really no this is This is the best seat now. It's, it's got a runway in the front yard. <laughs> You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, WPEP 788, 1510 a.m., and online at liveatc.net/snf. And welcome back to Sudden Fun Radio Live. It is the 25th annual edition of Chats from the Deck Live. I cannot believe that I have been talking for 25 years. All of my friends believe it, but I just can't. Yeah, we're very aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> I am Dave Shellbetter. I am the host of the chairman of the Sudden Fun Radio operation here, taking it from one little corner desk and a couple of microphones. My, just me. You know, the poor folks had to listen to my voice all week long. And we over through the years, we've added people and we've added features. And uh, I, I think Billy Henderson got tired of saying of me saying, Billy, can I do this? Billy, can I do that? And one day he said to me, well, Dave, as long as you don't cost us our license, you can do anything you want. Well, you never write me a blank check. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Dave, go for it. Yeah. So. Your microphone's not on. <laughs> That's it is now. Just your headphones? Your headphones are on, but your mic's not? They said they haven't repeated that mistake since. So, no, they haven't, but it was too late. The check was already written, so I just ran with it and uh, took it took to the radio station. And then one year I had this great idea. This Friends of mine were doing this relatively new thing called a podcast. I had no idea what it was, and I was like, well, podcast, what is... It's okay, we didn't either. <laughs> and we're, we're still trying to figure that out ourselves. <laughs> and I said, well, why don't you guys come do this? Do you ever do this live? And they're like, wow. I, Jack is like, well, I'm used to editing this thing. And, and my friend Dave Higdon says, I'm going to have our executive producer, Jack, call you. And, and you'll like Jack. He's an easy target. <laughs> executive producer? Uh, this story gets better and better every year. Really? I like every it. Yeah. No, every like iteration. It. Yeah. I know. So, it's great. So I get this phone call one day. It's like, hi, Dave. This is Jack Hodgson. I'm, who? Uh, Jack Hodgson with the with the uncontrolled airspace. What? What? Who? Who is this? Oh, and yeah, that's right. What? <laughs> and, and just, uh, 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 Jack Hodgson. Dave Higdon said said uh, told you I was going to call and we we do the the uncontrolled airspace. Do I know you, sir? <laughs> I couldn't yep. help myself. I started laughing. You, you do a pretty good Jack. And I started laughing, and Jack realized that he had been set up. <laughs> he said, "I'm going to get Higdon for this." And in 2007. Uh, we did our yep. very first live episode of the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast, and uh, our friends up north decided they wanted to try and do things better, so they took him on up north, and they said, well, we want you to do two shows. And he came back to me in the next year, and I said, well, I want you guys to come back. It was a great, great event. Well, yeah, but we, can we do two? And I said, sure, absolutely. I'd love to have you do two. So we that w- began the tradition of Tuesday evening, traditional first day of the fly-in, we do an evening live episode of the Uncontrolled Airspace podcast, and then they come back on Sunday morning and do another live episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been a very symbiotic relationship. You guys, um, you claim you've been you've benefited from your relationship with me and your exposure on the radio station, which I'll believe you. We absolutely um, have. Sun and Fun Radio has benefited tremendously from from you guys' exposure of the radio station. And uh, if you've been listening today during the day, folks, the last couple of years, uh, Dave Higdon has been my, my fly-in brother for God knows how many years, more 90. The first one when we met was 82. Was 82, okay. And, and, uh, and Dave and I have been buddies ever since. 
And Dave is, he camps with me every year and, and he brought in Jack and Jeb and, you know, we've all kind of, we're camper, we're, we're camper mates during the week and we hang out together. And a couple of years back, Dave said, if you need some extra help, I said, well, yeah, you want to come on and talk. And Dave has started hosting the morning hour, the you know, 9 to 11 shift. You can hear Dave Higdon talking with us here on Sun and Fun Radio. And Wow, you would want to. Yeah, there's a joke there someplace. Only because right? it's what Sun and Fun. What time of day is this? <laughs> Je- it's before noon, Jeb. Don't worry about oh, okay, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so we come out with, you know, Dave is volunteers with us here at the radio station. Jack comes out. He doesn't do a lot of on-air stuff with us. I think he doesn't really want to kind of commingle, but he does help us a lot behind the scenes. And uh, Jeb is here. And so we're, we're grateful. <laughs> Whoa, I heard that. Okay. So every year. I know where you sleep. Well, that's okay, because once you go to sleep, you can't be woke up, so it doesn't really matter. I'm not staying here tonight. That that door locks from the outside, just in case you just. (laughs) No, um, I've talked enough. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great privilege and honor to introduce you to Jack Hodgson's Uncontrolled Airspace Podcast. <laughs> I, I have two words for you. Family radio, family radio. Wholesome. That's an episode title if I ever heard one. I'm going to step back and let you guys take it. Welcome, folks, to Uncontrolled Airspace, the General Aviation Podcast. I'm Jack Hodgson uh, with uh, three of my best friends here, four of my best friends, counting Shellbetter, and uh, coming to you from uh, one of our favorite places on Earth. We're out here on the grounds of the Sun and Fun Fly-In in in Lakeland, Florida. And uh, uh, without any further ado, let me say hi to my my good friends here. Uh, uh, Jeb Burnside's here. Hi, Jeb. How you doing? Jack, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. How are you? Mine too. It's going to be one of those episodes, isn't it's, it? It's probably going <laughs> yeah. to degenerate that way. That way yeah. yeah. Uh, and they all? Uh, yeah. Um, and I'll come back to you and say, uh, yeah. uh, Dave Higdon's here. Hi, David. How are you doing? I'm doing lovely. Doing lovely. Uh, really turned into a nice day, and the it, show's got a good start. Exactly. It sure did. It was a little wet this morning, but it's really beautiful now. So, uh, uh, just a few clouds in the sky, and uh, it's beautiful and warm and, and That wonderful. wasn't rain. That was Florida dew. Yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my other great good friend who's here is uh, Amy the Boat is with us here for a little while uh, on this episode. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Jack. I'm doing just fine this evening. <laughs> it is gorgeous out there. No one would believe the way this day started. Uh, yeah. No one would believe yeah, it. Yeah, I arrived, uh, you know, mid-morning, and it was a little bit ugly. It was wet and, and dark and, uh, yeah, overcast. Yeah, and, I brought a rain uh, jacket with me, and I got to use it. For a change, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so how are we doing? Um, first of all, this is interesting, and I don't know if you guys will re- recognize this. All right, um, and this is actually true, including Amy, but it's certainly true of the three of us. This is the first time we've all three been together in a year. Because we didn't do an episode with the three of us in Oshkosh. In Oshkosh, we not only didn't do an episode. Um, I I arrived late and you left right. early, right. and so I didn't actually see you. So the three of us were not together last summer. Um, and so the last time the three of us were, you know, uh, up to no good together was a year ago here. Yeah. And uh, that's right. Um, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So uh, so good to see you. How see you here. How, yeah. How's it going? I, how you been? I've been pretty good. <laughs> we should talk sometime. I do this podcast with these other two guys. You know, hey, and, I, maybe I should come on sometime. Uh, I know. Huh? What's going on? How you doing, Jeb? I'm good. Uh, got some shopping done today. Yeah. Um, ran a couple of errands, as it were. Um, 
obviously here here at Sun and Fun. How bad can your day be? Yeah, that's not that the truth. Sadly, um, as often happens with Sun and Fun, uh, out of your control, you have to leave. Yes, I'm, I'm leaving after the show tonight. Yeah, you've been here for like a day or so. I got in about this time yesterday. And you got to go do the magazine. Got to do go do the magazine. And then we're we're optimistic you'll be back later in the deadlines. Week and, don't wait for anybody. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'll certainly be back Sunday morning. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get back in Saturday night. Uh, hopefully, that would be good. Yeah, we could hang out. That would be good. Yeah, I'd look forward. Yeah. And David, you've been here for a couple of days. Well, I got into Florida on Thursday. Right. And then you went and hung out with him. And, right. Uh, hung out with Jeb for a little bit and uh, then came up here on Sunday. And the bail's been posted, so you're all set yep. for now. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Right. Local uh, constabulary has been contacted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, p- got here Sunday, started pitching in here. Uh, but everything was so much better set up than usual farther along. So it wasn't heavy lifting by any means. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was on the deck here for two hours, hosting the, ro- the morning drive and a uh, Sunday fun radio. Then had to get a little deadline work done after lunch and mm-hmm. accomplished that. And that's my only deadline this week. Yeah. So a, a little deadline. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling free. He's got 500 <laughs> words. And well, yeah. He was stressed about it. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Five, 500 <laughs> words. Right. Yeah. That's right. If you had 500 words, only 500 words. Right. And Amy, hi. How are you doing? You, uh, so I have to tease you here. Um, you, uh, you were the, the victim of an air aviation accident this morning. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Is this, I want to know if this, here, show it's, the boys your thumb. It, it's a Morgan and Morgan special. Show the boys your thumb. <laughs> when, is your inter- when is your interview with the NTSB? Yeah, right. That's what I wanted to know. Does this trigger an NTSB re- reporting requirement? I am, I, I, I am stripping all of the, all of the names from everything. So then no one, yeah. no one's so, to be held accountable for this. Let me this. just describe this for folks. Amy's thumb is 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 impressively purple um, at the at the main knuckle there in the middle of her thumb. It is. And, uh, um, and Even she, I'm impressed. We had it on some ice earlier. I hope it doesn't hurt too badly, and uh, it will no, tomorrow. Actually, I I, I so, uh, come equipped with with all kinds of of wonderful things. So I had two a leave in my backpack, and I took those. And, yep, yep. And then and then you found me ice. Now you kind see. Now this soul. is interesting. I don't want you to have to point any fingers at the guilty, so to speak. There aren't any guilty, but um, um, but I also want to hear about the flying that you did. What, what was this oh, all about? Oh, I had a good time this morning. Yeah. So I got to go on the um, press ride with the Philip sixty six Aerostars and oh. an extra three hundred. Ooh, okay. And I had an American Airlines captain, you know my favorite. Exactly. Uh, who <laughs> who was my pilot. They have three American Airlines captains and a United guy with another. How did he get from. in? Wait, 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 wait. I wanna know I wanna know whether I wanna know whether your other American Airlines pilot He knows nothing. <laughs> knows that you have It was an, all good. You have an American Airlines pilot on the side, huh? Okay. <laughs> Um, what was the flight like? What did you actually do? Uh, well, first of all, we had to wait for the weather to clear. Yeah. So being an optimist and seeing that there was a 50% chance that it was flyable this morning, I was here at the crack of dawn. I was here at 7 a.m. And um, we actually took off about 9.15. So once again, you know, hurry time to wait. yeah, hurry up and wait. Time to spare. Go by air. Um, so there was a lot of standing around and me going, you know, I got a 10 o'clock press conference I'm supposed to do. Oh, well. 
Um, the Noah Hangar is a really cool place. They won't let you in it. Yes. But it is a really cool place. I'm just telling you, if you get over that way, if you're hanging out over by the 927 Club, which is something new. You yep. know, they have chalets this year. Um, you might just kind of lean over. There's some very nice seaplanes parked over there. That's where the the seaplanes and the classic and the home belts are. Um, so that's a cool little corner of the world uh-huh. over by Warbirds. And yes, I know it's a long walk, but come on, guys. You this can is, get there. No, no, this is sun and fun. It's all very compact and walkable. It's really great. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, but the, the um, Phillips 66 Aerostars are just a neat group of guys. They do tight formation, which is great. Um, they were a little persnickety about the rain. You know, it was light rain. It was It was four miles visibility. But on their props, it'll take the paint right off of them. Right. So oh. they really don't want to fly in rain. Wow. If they okay. Can, if they can. So avoid now I'm confused. It. Did you get the flight or not? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so what was the nature? In rain. Yeah. <laughs> so so you actually went up and flew. The, you went rode along in the formation flight and the whole thing. Yeah. Ah, uh, we did a loop and we did a roll and a bell roll and let's see one a, a couple of tight things and then some nice breaks and then it was time to go back in. They're always very short rides, but no, no, I understand that. Yeah. They're a great. Um, they're a great way to start an air show. Hell, they're, there you go. They're a, oh, oop, am I allowed to say that? Yes. They're a great way to punctuate no. any air show. It, it reminds you why you're here. Uh-huh. There you go. That's the best yeah. way to describe it. Now, if th- this formation flight, though, the, the couple that I've, I, I've fortunate, been fortunate enough to be able to ride along on a couple of these with a, not that team, but a different team, and, uh, and... You know, and the and the acro is exciting too. But simply flying that close to another airplane is sobering. I mean, it's just like whoa. You know, it, I mean, it gives you a moment to pause. I remember, the, you know, the first time I, I got I did this, and 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 it, we did a form, sort of a loose formation takeoff as well. And so, you know, I'm all excited about the whole thing, and I'm like looking around, and we're taxiing out, and we taxi onto the runway and start our takeoff roll, and I and I look out the left hand window, and there's another airplane rolling on the runway right there. All right, you know, I'm going, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, it's like there's an airplane right there. That's you know, and uh, that, and then, yeah, and then another time I did it, we, um, so the first time I did it, I was in one of the uh, what do they call it? The, the in the formation, we were off to the left, off to the right. All right. Um, the second time I did it, we were in the slot position, so we're like right in there, up underneath the lead with the left and right. Right. I mean, it was like holy moly, we're close to a bunch that's, of airplanes. That's a really cool place, and this yes. is where I I pause and I and I tell people. Don't try this at home. These guys <laughs> yeah. have spent 17 years perfecting this formation flight and these takeoffs. And if you think you're just going to whip out on the runway with your buddy, you know, no. the, the thing that all students are taught is stay on the center line, stay on the center line, stay on the center line. And do you know what they do the first time you say, no, now you have to stay on the right side of the runway because there's a guy on the left side mm-hmm. of the runway mm-hmm. and he and you are going to take off at the same time together. And what do you think they do? Right for the center line. And that's that's the kind of stuff you need to go to school for this. Yeah. You don't you don't just go out there and that's the thing when I'm doing photo stuff um that oh, I hate yeah. is people think, Oh well it's no big deal, we'll go out and we'll get real close together and you'll take these amazing pictures of my airplane. You know, eh, let's there, talk a little bit. There there've been some memorable accidents. 
That's exactly right. Yeah, uh, as a yeah. result of failing to coordinate this kind of activity. Yeah, I mean, David, you have very very personal knowledge about planning air-to-air photo shoots. and uh, It's been, been my uh, good luck to do it a, a, a few times, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, it involves a lot of planning. I mean, the, very yeah, precise the, planning. By the, by the time we turn a key, uh, well, the shortest pre-flight uh, discussion with uh, the platform pilot and the beauty pilot that I ever had was 40 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, when we were getting ready to do an air-to-air mission along the lakefront of Chicago to shoot a Saab 340 for I've Saab I've seen that aircraft. picture. That's a beautiful picture. Uh, shooting out of a Baron with the door off. Uh-huh. Uh, we were 90 minutes getting everything coordinated because we also talking to, to Chicago's controllers about what we're going to be doing. And flight of two, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it, it went extremely well, but I can't take much credit for that. I mean, I was the guy that was making the hand signals and such, but mm-hmm. my good fortune was that the captain flying the Saab 340 was an ex-Red Arrow pilot, retired Royal Air Force. And the guy flying me in the Baron was a retired Navy captain. Uh, so with a, with a lot of F-14 formation time, and I, I got to tell you, it just doesn't get any better than that. Uh-huh. When, when you go, okay, guys, I want you to do, on my on my mark, I want you to do a a half standard rate turn with a five degree pitch up. Okay, three, two, one, mark. And the airplanes are like they're wired together. Yeah. There's no relative motion to uh-huh. it. It's all just right there. And it feels so good. It, it, unfortunately, I ran out of film eventually because it wasn't shooting digital. And I ran out of film just in time to save my fingers from frostbite. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. It was, it was winter, huh? Or cold. It was, Mar- it was March in Chicago. Yeah, okay. And yeah, uh, after 95, almost 100 minutes of going up and down the lakefront with no door here, it yeah. got a little cold soaked. That's a spectacular picture. Is that a picture available to be viewed online anywhere? Is it? Or, I know, yeah, I, I think you can find it. I know it. you used to have it available through your gallery and whatnot. Um, I, I, uh, and I'm not necessarily saying people would download it, but just to look at it, it, it was a pretty picture. Well, Chicago Express was the airline. Saab was aircraft leasing was the client. Uh, Chicago Express bought a bunch of those photos for yeah. their advertising. Yeah. But the, the shot that I was happiest with of the whole thing is we're doing a lower than average pass south along the lakefront. And as we're coming to the Navy Pier. That's, yeah. And it waited until just the right point that I could get the whole Navy Pier and their whole airplane in there without blocking each other. you got Skyline in the back and you can count the spokes in the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And it's like. Yes. <laughs> How about you, Jeb? Have you ever flown formation? I, I uh, only as a self-loading freight. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. As a, like myself, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, so you've never participated in any of the big group flying, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, arrivals at the at, yeah. at the various air shows. I, I haven't had the, the time or because the they apparently. I mean, they do you know light formation training, well, they, but they, they have, require some training. They have their own training regimen, yeah. and they have their own standards. They have their own approvals. Yeah. 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 So. And yeah. you don't get to do it unless you go through their training. Exactly. Right. 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 Successfully. No, I, I know that. Yeah. yeah. And so. Uh, and even then, you know, they've still had, you know, some unfortunate uh, occurrences. From time to time. From but time they're. To time. By, uh, it, my, but my, it, lately, they've been very good. They're, uh, yeah. They're, I think all, all those groups, yeah. it seems to me that their safety record is is very good. Yeah. And uh, because they take it very seriously. I've heard various stories and briefings and, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm so. not convinced they perhaps did so initially but they certainly do now yeah yeah i agree yeah 
So, Amy, we have, what's been going on since we last talked to you? Um, how are you guys doing recovering from uh, the, the absence of your, uh, your kit fox? Have you, re- are you, have you gotten used to not having that? That, that was the only I, I thing I co- didn't get to do today. I didn't get to go visit it. Oh, is it here? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. You donated it to the uh, school or something like that, right? What yeah, did, tell us again the, what you did. You, to the uh, Aerospace Academy. Right. And they're using it as a mobile demonstrator to the elementary oh, that's right. and the middle schools. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll go visit it for you. And, uh, and Thank you. I'll, I'll give it a little, little pat on the uh, trailing that edge. That would be and, really uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but have you, uh, do you miss it? I do. I, I can tell you my mechanic does not. <laughs> Which is to say the six-foot husband doesn't miss it, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, we put an order in on a new engine. For the RV10. So Uh come October, November. Is that uh, an upgrade or are you trying to solve a problem? uh, I think it's time. I think it's a strategic um, move that will have more value out of the airplane as a whole down the line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can explain the logistical reasons for that, but it essentially means if... You can still sell the short block on a mid-time engine and get a little money out of it. And that's what we've got right oh, now. Okay. Yeah. You put a new engine in and you fly it for another 10 years and you've still got a lot more value because it was a new engine in 2019. Now, th- you see it, what I mean? Yeah. Now, how, what will that involve in terms of downtime? I mean, fortunately, you have a live-in mechanic, but how long will the airplane be down when the time comes to actually I, change engines? I'm going to be an optimist and say two weeks. L- live-in mechanic is another probable uh, title. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll consider that. We'll, Are you having to change What? Props? Everybody doesn't sleep with their mechanic? Um, I don't understand. <laughs> Are you having to change props? Not going there. No. Okay. That's nice. No. Same prop. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, in fact, same accessories. Really? Yeah, because the accessories are new on this. Yeah, I'm starting to think about an engine also. So I, I'm, I'm interested. To, I'm going to follow this really? very closely. Really? Yeah. Yes. So now just for my information, so how many hours are on, Amy, on your engine right now? Uh, about 850. And how many are on yours currently? 1,200. Okay. So you're a lot closer to when... You, I'm 1,700-hour TBS. 1,700? And what's yours, Amy? 1,800. But oh, yeah, here's so, the thing. But this is, I can take that 850-hour short block without the accessories, and it's got value on the open right. market. Somebody's going to want it. And I can fly my, air, my engine way past TBS. Sure. I just have to replace the cylinders. And at that point, it becomes, well, how much more is it going to be for a zero-time engine? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Jeb, would you think you'll upgrade the engine or just get a new one? I that's certainly very want to. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm officially on the look for a, a run out 550. Ooh, nice! And what's so, the current one? 520. Okay. Yeah. And what do you think that'll gain you? Speed, uh, speed, carrying F- 15, power, both. 15 horsepower immediately. Yeah, right. But so better climb rate, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to should be able to fly faster on the same fuel. Slightly faster, nice. a couple, couple of three knots. Nice, yeah. So, Amy, unfortunately, you have to leave us in a, a little while. We're going to take a break um, in just a few minutes. But uh, before you run off, um, you, you've been here for a day. You like like Jeb. You have real world responsibilities that call you home. So, I do. So, That's so true. you're leaving after a day, I guess a day, right? You get yeah. yeah. My responsibilities a are really a real world. long day. 
<laughs> Don't pay any attention to them. They're just being. They're they're boys. They're yeah. Well, uh, did you get a chance to see anything did you, uh, news? Yeah, or, I did. Or what did you see? What's going As on? As a matter of fact, I had some fun over by Whip Air. They have uh, 182 on Amphib floats, and it's got a 360 horsepower <laughs> modified whoa, 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 engine whoa. in it. 360 horse look. Skyline on Amphib yeah. floats. One more time. How you much, have to go look. How much do they want for it? I, I didn't get to ask any of those questions. I was too involved with the l- fancy laser reading I, I, uh, I, backup I, system for am I over water or am I over land. I, I <laughs> definitely want to check that out. But I also have to confess some um, strong affection for the air cams on Amphib floats. Oh, sweethearts. Yes. In fact, they're not very far away from they're each not very, other. Yeah, I know. So you I can know. go look at them both. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So so that was nice. Yeah. Anything else before you? Uh, let's see. What else did I see today? Ooh, Viking has some very interesting um, airplane engines, little ones, mm-hmm. to compete with the Rotax yep. line. So they're air-cooled, and um, they have a five-blade, funky-looking little prop. That they've got on. Really? How many horsepower yeah. on the engine? Uh, they range up to 180 horsepower. Okay. Go look. Okay. They're Just intriguing. Drop one of those in the champ. Uh, they're from Edgewater, Florida, a nice Florida company. <laughs> so I needed to needed to go have a look. Uh-huh. It could be a good champ engine, yeah. but you'd need to make it an experimental at that point. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, th- thank you, Amy. We appreciate you taking some time. I know, And now you have a, a bit of a long drive home. Um, but your mechanic will be be scared if you don't go home. It's like uh, my mechanic. I, you know, my my mechanic wanted to be here so badly today, uh-huh. but he's ailing and he was not willing to come up and rent a scooter and go around because he that says he been, ain't there yet. <laughs> the right stuff would not allow him. No, it would not allow him to do it. <laughs> so he will be back up on his feet again, and uh, so I've got I've got my backpack staff stuffed with interesting things you might like this you might like that so i got a lot of flyers yeah tell him we miss him absolutely i will do that yeah absolutely well thank you um we're gonna take a break break boys and then we'll talk a little bit more about Ooh, airplane what is it looks like a uh, t-28 maybe i can't twist a round engine i can tell you that yeah great big round engine but uh so stuff's going on here at uh, Sun and Fun, uh, even though it's uh, late in the day, the first day of uh, this year's event. Uh, we're going to be back in a few minutes to uh, talk a little bit more about things that are going on here and maybe a few things that are going on in the real world, too. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a break. Uh, you're listening to a special episode of Uncontrolled Airspace on Sun and Fun Radio. Hello, aviators. This is Pilot Jim G. from Brandywine Regional Airport in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Everyone knows this. You're listening to Sun and Fun Radio, WPEP 788, 1510 a.m. and online at liveatc.net SNF. Welcome back to Uncontrolled Airspace on Sun and Fun Radio. And uh, we're, we're still here on the uh, deck of the Sun and Fun Radio station uh, studios here at uh, uh, the uh, Sun and Fun grounds. It's such a, I mean, it's, by it's a great day. Yeah, I mean, it's just remarkable by comparison to how, how gray and wet it was this morning. Um, that uh, and there's still things going on. If you're, uh, you know, a lot of people think that well, and it's changed a little bit now that a lot of these shows have added night components. But even before the night components arrived, 
a lot of people didn't realize how much interesting things went on in this hour. But you, know, you had to know which tent to knock on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You and I, we had our magical moment. All right? Unfortunately, it was at that other fly-in. All right? But our, our magical moment was in this time. This I hear his song. This time magic, magic moment. <laughs> and, uh, I was really hoping you weren't going to mention that again in public. That was one of my favorite <laughs> memories of, of hanging out with you, man. We got that well, golf cart. We, we, we were riding We were around. on Aeroshell Square. Yeah. Uh, it was dusk. Yeah, uh, there were Boeing's and Mitchells, and and, and that's absolutely true here as well. All right, as is uh, also the, true. And it, it's not only st- it's still light out. There's still yeah. airplanes and here. We've and had it, some magical moments here. We have not not to that extent. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is a great time. Um, if anybody uh, comes to these fly-ins and thinks that you leave when the uh, main air show ends, you're you're missing out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're missing well, out. They've got uh, started Sunday night. Movies on big screen in the campground. Different movie every night. Here, yeah, yeah, going on to be going on when the sun set. Mm-hmm. There's the there's the perennial corn roast, which usually has live right. music as it does tonight. Uh, and in the different parts of the campgrounds, you'll just find all all styles oh, yeah. of collections of people standing around a fire or uh, around some lights, sitting sitting in lawn chairs, relaxed. Having a barley pop and, and, and enjoying the camaraderie. <laughs> yep. And if you tell them Jack Hodgson sent you, they will give you a free beer. Hey. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, and not only the campgrounds, the uh, various uh, um, um, you know affinity groups. Like I know uh, we've spent a number of evenings here at the Ultralight um, area uh, back in the day. Uh, and uh, not so much Called lately. Paradise City, Jack. Yeah, Paradise City. But uh, um, they have a big tent over there, and they gather each most every evening. They have parties a couple times during the week. So there's a lot of activities don't leave after the air show right even on non night air show days all right this is there there's lots going on which still. is coming up tomorrow night yeah yeah um i've asked uh, dave Schaubetter to rejoin us and uh, he's just he's so stressed out about the pie look at him he's, he's sitting here folks in uh, so the, the we broadcast from around a round table here with these stool height chairs um and table in the middle with the equipment and whatnot on it um and Schaubetter's sitting here in one of his chairs with his feet very comfortably up on the if, if we put our feet uh, this is your table you can do anything with it you want he's right? master no, of his is, domain this is, this is the, I just had Larry Overstreet snap a picture because this is what happens when the chairman is a guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. There you yeah. go. Um, you got a chance to break away today to do something fun. What did you do? I did break away to do something fun. They, the D-Day is coming up and they do a, a D-Day, they're doing a huge D-Day thing. I'm 45th, what's the 50th. anniversary? No, it'd be fifty something, wouldn't it? Okay, so somebody, somebody can sixty something. But they're the D Day thing. They're flying. They're taking a bunch of DC three and C forty sevens and flying over and flying the route that our soldiers flew, and they're going in and they're doing reenactments and everything else. One of the aircraft participating in that is a D Day veteran. Actually, flew in the D Day squadron. And that is an aircraft called That's All Brother. Mm-hmm. And That's All Brother was, was rec- re- resurrected from a basket case, is my understanding, that they, were a, they rebuilt it, ground up, got it back flying again. Um, they had a media flight this morning, and we went to, I, I left the studio, and I went to the, the media center and did a, a, a press briefing, a press conference on it. And then they took us out to the line, and we got to go for a hop in the C-47. We were supposed nice. to. Yeah, it was, it was cool. We were supposed to be in the air for a half, a half hour flight. 
we got up. Um, that was right when that front moved in. They went. We took off. We got up, and they came back and told us the pilot has decided the winds are too high. We are going to. We're going to return to the airport. So it was an abbreviated flight. It was an but- abbreviated, but still being in an airplane that was in the D-Day invasion, I, I was awestruck. I, I'm looking around. We're sitting there. I've got this big, fat web belt, seat belt, with the old-style release latch on it and stuff. It was all media people, so we were talking about, look at this. We, you know, Think about what these kids, I mean, these were 18-year-olds, fresh, a lot of them fresh out of boot camp. Oh, yeah. In their uniforms and their full garb and their packs and everything, what were they? What was going through their minds when they were in this this machine? They didn't have the chance to say, "Oh, it's too windy. We're going to go back." It was go and period end of story. They were going, and the cable is there. the The paratrooper cable is in the airplane, mm-hmm. and they have they have a release harness hanging by the back of the aircraft. And thinking of that, you know. Before they know it, they're going to be popping those belts and hooking up to that. And that light turns green. They're going out the door. Yep. And they are going in. They're, they're not just kind of showing up at somewhere and they're going to try and make a difference. They are dropping into one of the most heavily fortified, defended beaches. And they're dropping. And, but it's not like they're coming in and go zip and they're there. They're floating down in canopies. So now they're, 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 they're targets. I mean, they're coming in. It was it was awesome. It was it was awe inspiring, and it was so cool. And I can't thank the people with that's all brother enough for making mm-hmm. us, this opportunity available to me. And I'm glad I can't thank my crew enough for for allowing me to break away. I had to laugh because I'm still answering text messages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm dealing with station business, and I'm like. Oh, no, no, no. This is going in my pocket. It's getting shut off. I, I'm not dealing with this while I'm flying yeah. in this airplane. What was the airplane like? Is it is it restored to... I mean, it's, obviously, it's, it's got to be somewhat modern, but it's restored... No, to like it's, it, 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 is, it was restored as it was the day that it flew over D-Day. And, and I don't that? believe they've... They may have... I mean, it may have new electrical components. Right. And I'm sure that they have certain modern avionic features... But in the back of the aircraft, it is as it was. Okay. It had the hard seats that fold down, and and the, like I said, the great big you know four inch wide web seat belts with the pull latch. This isn't the click together latch like you go in a modern airliner. Yeah. Um, the the olive drab green interior, and I was actually when we had gotten back down on the ground, it was raining, so we were waiting to de- deplane, so we didn't step out in the rainstorm. And I was kind of standing in the back of the aircraft and, and running my fingers over the, the rivets and, the, and, and along and looking up. And uh, obviously modern wiring, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm <laughs> fondling the inside of this airplane. And I kind of thought about it. And they got these presents. Then I realized there was probably four or five cameras pointed at me as I'm fondling. <laughs> like, okay, this should be some interesting video. <laughs> When you were actually uh, on board in, in, during the flight, what I mean, so there there are few, if any, windows in there, right? You, well, no, the, 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 there are windows all down the fuselage. There are, okay, but okay. they're little teeny guys, all right, so and we, they're right behind you at your shoulder level. Yeah, so, are you able to see out during like takeoff and landing and whatnot? Or You're, there were thirteen of us, uh, yeah. thirteen passengers and, and three crew, sixteen on on board, sixteen souls on board the aircraft. Thirteen of us were packed side by side in the back. Um, 
a lot of the the media people were putting their cameras up. Paul Harrop with AOPA, our friend Paul, sure, was seated across from me, directly across from me. He took his camera and pointed it over his shoulder to to shoot out the window mm-hmm. as he was going. And several of the people were holding their Osmos and their phones up behind them out the windows because mm-hmm. there wasn't really enough room to turn around and look out. Sure. I was so looking forward to getting up because when I fl- when I'm in an airplane, that's what I look out the window. Sure, you know, I love to look. I, I'll, I'll look at the cockpit and stuff, but I love to look out the window because that's what I'm up there for, and. There wasn't really a lot of opportunity for me to turn myself around in my seat because we were shoulder to shoulder, and we were we were packed in tight. Yeah. So, but yeah, and you can look sound, out. What did it sound like? Freedom. Oh no. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Um, it was not as loud as some of the aircraft that I've been in. Yeah. Um, you, were, I was. Were you, were you wearing any ear protection? No. Headphones or no, earplugs no, 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 or anything no, like no. that? No. Okay. And you could loudly talk to each other. Um, I have, I was blessed to get a ride in the Texas Raiders bird last year. Yeah. Um, and that was way louder than, than this C-47. And then like, I mean, we're in Florida, so it wasn't exactly cold, but was it? No, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely warm inside the aircraft, even before it started raining and stuff. In fact, when we landed, I moved, when we were allowed to get up and move, I moved towards the back of the aircraft a little bit just to get out of the congestion of the people uh-huh. and there were a couple of windows that were open and it was a br- okay i'm gonna stand here because there's the air is flowing through it was it was not not uncomfortable but it was getting there yeah warm inside the aircraft even with all our overcasts even with our no sun shining right, right down on right. us um but yeah it, it was it was loud and it was you know and it was fun and, and we yeah. were, everybody was all smiles and nice the smiles faded a little bit when we realized we had to turn around and come back yeah they, but so, you know you'd much rather be on the ground wishing you were up there yeah, right, than yeah. the other way around so you missed out on the part of the flight where they were going to hook you up and throw you out the door they they, well, didn't they, do they still they didn't get a chance to do that they didn't get a chance no, to do they that they didn't get a chance to do yeah. that Actually, well, we were able to. The, the whole purpose of getting up was so that the media people could go up and yeah. shoot the cockpit in yeah. flight. Yeah, you know, and I would have, I would have happily stepped back on that because it's radio. I don't need right. pictures and videos. If anything, they would have wound up on the radio station's yeah. Facebook page, SNF Radio on Facebook. They would have wound up on our Facebook page. You're like, <laughs> Jack's over there giggling at me. Nice, nice, blatant self promotion. Slide, slide that in there. No, no, that's good. SNFradio.com. SNFradio on Facebook. SNFradio on Twitter. SNFradio at gmail.com. There you go. And if you have complaints, it's Jack at. <laughs> what, Thank what, you. what fascinates me about the story of That's All Brother is it had been in the boneyard at Bassler up in Whitman in Oshkosh. For years, and they, its number finally came up. It was going to get restored. Pratt and Whitney engines converted to a turbo forty-seven. When the mechanic started to go through the logbooks and found out that this is a story that it led the aircraft across the English Channel. On I did not know that it was the lead airplane. I did not know that. And that'll be 75 years ago this June 6th. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for checking 75, that. 75. Yeah, a, 75. Well, anyways, D- David, thank you for coming back and telling us that story. That's uh, pretty cool. And uh, Thank you guys uh, for being uh, here and allowing uh, me to. Oh, you're very welcome. So, I don't get uh, to talk on the radio much anymore. I was going to say, it's, I know. It's, it's your radio station. <laughs> know. You know, you... So, Jeb and Dave, uh, we're, we're sort of reaching the end of our allotted time here, but there is one thing I wanted to talk about Jack, with you guys. Jack, I'm, I'm the chairman. 
Yeah, I know. There is no allotted time. We we go live um, at seven a.m. tomorrow, so feel free to <laughs> carry. <laughs> so Jack is I, Jack is having having panic attack. Seven a.m. Oh my god. Um, so I want to name this segment. I'm going to name this segment. Um, Goose, it's time to buzz the tower. This is, <laughs> this is the one I want. To- oh my! Oh my! We're gonna, so, we're gonna, you're going to go there. Huh? Yeah, I do. I want to. I want to hear this story. So, um, um, as we alluded earlier, Dave's been in town for a little while and and was visiting hit, the the Hidden River home for Wayward Aviators. And uh, you guys went flying one day. All right. Uh, where, what did you do? Where'd you go? We did. We um, um, we didn't have anything else better to do for dinner Saturday. Uh huh. So we decided to hop up to St. Petersburg. Yeah. Very very good restaurant right on the. I know field. you've taken you've we've gone up it's there up on yeah. the upper level of the terminal building. I was going to say you you've taken me the, there, yeah. which might give the wrong image. Right, we've gone. There it was together. another magical moment. It was. Yeah. It was, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah. But you can look down Dave, on the. Do you ever on, feel like we're in the wrong place? No, no. Okay, so so you yeah, went yeah, to anyway, yeah yeah. So we went to St. Pete for for um, dinner. Um, so it's sun and fun week. So. Pre-flight planning. I'm checking notams. I wanted to check see if the Lakeland notam was in effect, uh-huh. and it wasn't. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, okay. And that presents certain opportunities. So, uh, as we're finishing dinner, I, I turn to Dan and say, "You know, when we leave out of here, I'm going to try to get over towards Lakeland and see if they'll let us do a low pass, a low approach only." Sure enough, they did, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, um, it was very easy. Obviously, yeah, um, yeah. All you can do is say no, of course. Um, report such and such. Report so and so. Yeah, and then Higdon apparently alerted the media. Oh, Higdon alerted the media. He, he texted uh, Mr. Shalbetter here, and uh, we came. <laughs> I won't say screaming in, but uh, um, oh, we came cruising in. Yeah, just just strolling through. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but, and Jeb asked about doing the low approach. Controller came back. He, and Jeb says, okay, we're 12 miles southwest, BE 33, sail number. Uh, like, no, if we could do a low approach on uh, runway nine. Guy comes right back and says, uh, and, and Jeb reports we're 12 miles out. Report two mile base, and that was it. Yeah, he said, what do you want to do after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're southbound, recovered, hit him river. So. Yeah. And there was not another airplane in nope, the air. There nobody was not on the frequency. Yeah. On the yeah. frequency yeah. But there were a lot of people on the ground. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently Shalbetter here was one of them. And uh, and I, the way I found out about this was that, so I'm up in Philadelphia doing my little day job thing, all right? And and my Twitter just like lit up. Right? It's like, <laughs> I was like, I think Shalbetter started it and he posted, did the, you know, Burnside and Hignan just did this low, this flyby at, at uh, Sun and Fun. And, and then everybody else is chiming in and oh, cool. And it was like, it was a little bit of a sensation. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's I, a shame we didn't get to talk photographic evidence. Well, but. I, I love it when a plan comes together. There you go. Absolutely. I believe I, I believe the post was actually, if you happen to catch that sexy debonair that just blasted <laughs> down the runway, that was at, at Real Higdon and Burnside J. Uh-huh. Well, that's that. I, that was I'm, fun. I'm it, sorry I missed that, but that yeah, was cool. I mean, it was like 30 seconds. Yeah. I waved. So, yeah. We all did. <laughs> we waved. Just big question on my mind is, did Dave open the window and take a picture? <laughs> uh, the look on Jeb's face. If only you could see it on radio. 
Maybe it's for the best. Um, so Uncontrolled Airspace is bad chair, but going to be here at Sun and Fun all week long. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, uh, dailies. Of, uh, like, Unfortunately, Jeb has to leave us. So he'll be back later in the week. Dave and I will be doing dailies throughout the week, uh, visiting various sites around the grounds. And, and somehow it works out to... We do a daily every day. Yeah, I know, huh? Um, so we'll be filling you in on those. As short, if you're not familiar, the dailies are, are, are shorter podcast episodes where we just kind of go out onto the grounds with a digital recorder and uh, chat about the things that we're seeing and occasionally talk to friends that we meet. And uh, we'll be doing those um, uh, probably one a day throughout the rest of the week. Uh, and then we will be back here on the deck on Sunday morning to uh, wrap up the week. Um, well, it's just getting started. I, it seems weird to be talking about wrapping up the week, but... Uh, uh, we'll be doing that. We'll be here all week long. And uh, and, and uh, we've said this before. We'll say it. So uh, the three of us, before I wrap this up, I want to – the three of us were sitting um, on a deck earlier this afternoon just kind of chatting and enjoying the, the sunny afternoon. Um, and a listener walked up to the deck and, and s- somewhat timidly said hi. All right? And, and 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 God bless them. It was great. Yeah. I, we love that. Yeah. All right. Don't be timid. Please don't be timid. If you guys, if we're all together at some event, um, we're we, reluctant might be a better word. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But he, he he didn't want to bother us. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, exactly. and, and that's very that's k- kind of him. But you know, the fact of the matter is, we love meeting you folks. Um, and if anybody wants to ever say hi, please do. Don't hesitate. Um, um, and we'll be here all week long. And you can come and, b- uh, and bother. You can say hi <laughs> <laughs> to Dave and I. Uh, and, well, we uh, used to invite people to bring their NOTAM, and we'd autograph yeah. it because we, we got a there few was people, a time oh, there. Oh my when, goodness, there's a crowd here. All right. Um, well, there was a time when uh, it seemed like a lot of guys coming in here thought that that NOTAM was. A, Optional, and uh, yeah, so uh, we've moved past that. We've moved past that. Come and say hi. Uh, if you're, uh, um, we're gonna after we finish here, we're gonna sit down and, and spend some time chatting with the folks that are here. Um, if you're around on Sunday morning, come and listen to us do the episode and uh, chat with us then, or or just bump into us on the field. We'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. So, anyways, final words here before uh, uh, David. What are you looking forward to this week? What's going to be the cool thing? You think? Uh, you know, barely made it off the radio station today, but. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff that was announced last week at the Aircraft Electronics Association show. I want to talk to a couple of people about avionics for my project. Uh, i got a couple of jobs i got to pursue. And uh, I'm not going to be overworked, but it'll, it'll be a busy day. Yeah, yeah. And, Jeb, you're leaving, but you made yeah. good use of the day. You spent abs- a lot of money. absolutely did. Spent some money, did some shopping, talked to a few people I needed to talk to. It was very productive, um, and that's a good thing because I won't be here tomorrow or, or yeah. the rest of the week. Yeah, and if the magazine gods are with you, with us, if the you'll be back on Saturday. Are, uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great. Couldn't, couldn't say it better. Great. Thank you, guys. Thank you, to, thank you, David Shalbetter. Thank you to for all your hospitality here and to the friendship we've gotten from you and from all of your staff here. Um, it, we are just so happy to. Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you uh, to you April. and April. <laughs> For allowing us to share your lodging. Oh at yes, the, right. At the the uh, we'll call it Shay Shalbetter. Yeah. No, actually, actually, her name is is Cody. You saw the picture on the wall, Cody Womple. She's named after Cody Womple, which is an old English slang yep. term to travel purposely to an as of yet undetermined destination. Yeah. So that's thank- our new rig. Thank you to Dave Schaubetter and April uh, for their their uh, hospitality uh, in in their uh, camping grounds over there. Uh, thank you to your entire staff and crew for being so supportive and so friendly to us uh, this year and, and every year. It's great. Um, thanks to uh, Amy Laboda, who uh, was with us for a little while. At the, I'm so uh, glad she got to make it. She I know. Knew, we were concerned she couldn't. Yeah, she's very very busy these days and got a lot of things going on in, in the real world. But, yes, uh, indeed. And... Uh, 
Let's see. I think that's everybody except you guys. David, uh, 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 Jeb, thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, Always a pleasure. Uh, and uh, I'm Jack Hodgson. And uh, David, was there something you wanted to tell us here? Well, t- two things. One, we'll keep doing this until we get it right. But remember, the key to long life and happiness is flying because time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan. <laughs> that's right. And that's what I'm talking. Let's go flying. Can't add anything to that. <laughs>